Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Jordan Baywood. Uh, he goes by Baywood Vivo on most platforms or Jordan Baywood, but he is a producer, DJ, uh, um, uh, inspiration to thousands and uh, Instagram personality. Um, I, I like what Jordan is doing. He's a very positive person, and he's a hard worker, and he's uh, uh, slowly restoring my faith in the youth again. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we talk about that on this on this podcast. He's young. He's a young man. He's uh, 22, getting ready to go down to Florida and figure some shit out. Uh, but I really like his uh, his motivation. I really like his work ethic. He's someone out there who's focused. And he, he's uh, taking into consideration what he's putting out there and, and what he's taking in. And, and that says a lot to someone so young. I don't know at 22, I would have had the foresight or the thought uh, or the consideration uh, to do the things that Jordan is doing now. So uh, uh, hats off to Jordan. Uh, great conversation coming up. Real soon, but first I want you to check out reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Check out the new album, 1018. I had the honor of penning a couple of the songs along with my beautiful wife, Raina Mystique. Um, It's a a six-song EP. You can buy the physical copies online there, or you can come and find us. Uh, We play out around the Toledo area. Uh, we have physical copies there as well, or you can stream on Spotify, uh, Tidal, Google Play, whatever. It's We're out there. YouTube. YouTube pays the best, apparently. <laughs> we get a penny per play, I guess. But I think there's new stipulations on that. Whatever. Moving on. Go and check out the newly redesigned website, wespeakenglishgood.net. There you're going to find past and present episodes. You're going to find videos, that uh, uh, tutorial videos, ridiculous videos. Uh, there's some pictures up there. Uh, my calendar, which I think is not up to date now that it's not May anymore. So I have to go update my calendar and shit. So you can go check out the newly redesigned website that Raina basically did for me. Um, yeah, you could write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. And write the show if you have anything you want to say. I'll read the, the email on the show if it's not too ridiculous. Uh, or, you know, if, if it is too ridiculous, then I'll read it as well. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at wespeakenglishgood. Or on Facebook, we speak English good, all rammed together. Um, and uh, that, that's it. I think that's it. Is that it? Fuck. Okay, so just a little bit before we jump into the Jordan Baywood conversation, just a little, little, oh yeah, this Saturday, uh, Green Acre Sessions, I'll be playing, if you're in the Toledo area, I'll be at Bronze Boar with Green Acre Sessions. We play from like nine to one or some shit, so plug there's a quick plug for you but also um um 
I've been eating a lot of edibles, so you're going to hear me say that several times in this conversation. I actually recorded this conversation yesterday. I've been on vacation. I also over-explained that in the podcast as well, so you'll hear me stammer through that. <laughs> so uh, I'm just letting you guys know, we recorded this yesterday, uh, and, and now I'm releasing it today, Wednesday the 29th, May 29th. So we record this May 28th yesterday, which is unusual because I usually bank these. But uh, I've been... Oh, yeah, and I hope that you enjoyed the Game of Thrones podcast. I had a lot of fun recording that with Jason and Zach and making that ridiculous video and making those stupid sound bites. Okay, I'm talking too much. I've been eating edibles. I'm rambling. All right, let's get over it. Jordan Baywood, everybody. It just seems to me that you're, uh, um, I don't know, like you just have a, I mean, I guess you have an advanced sense of music. I don't know. Tell me, how long you been doing it? So I've been. Oh, can you talk um, in the microphone? We're yeah. going. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So I've been like pro- producing only for four years. Okay. Um, but I started when I was seven playing guitar. Okay. And I thought I was I was trying to be Jimi Hendrix and stuff, <laughs> but when I was younger, I went to lessons with different guys because uh, there would always be something wrong with someone teaching me in person. They would have me doing, um, like covers and stuff and that was cool at the time but then it always didn't interest me enough so i was like you know i always buy new gear to get reinterested. like uh. one week i wouldn't be feeling it and then i'd be like oh i need a new amp that's why or i need a new <laughs> pedal yeah. so i got into that and spent a lot of money and i always been like that with everything i did when i was younger i skated a little bit and mm. then got you know disinterested and i think it was you know at the end of my senior year in high school where I was a huge follower, like my whole, like I was like, what the hell did I do these past four years? Like the sports I played were because of other people. Like I just followed them and what they did. I was partying a lot, and then um, in senior at the you know the summer of senior year, uh, I picked it up like Ableton. Mm-hmm. I picked Ableton up. I was like, maybe this would be cool. And then like I started putting it out on like Twitter on. And I did never used to go by Baywood at this point. Like, I was just Jordan JNR16. That's what everybody knew me by. And I would go to parties, and then the coolest people at the party now was the people that were making music and the rappers yeah. there. And, I, and they were my friends, too. So I was like, you know, maybe I should start making beats for them. Yeah. And then, like, I kind of was the cool person at the party. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, I get to do what I want. And then um, by the time I get to, like, college or something, I brought a little DJ pad and one speaker, like smaller than this, but just one speaker. Mm. And I went into that with that, and then everybody was like, oh, you're, you you make music and stuff? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So at my dorm room, I started playing music, and everybody started coming to my room. So I fell in love with it because it got me attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is something I could do. And then literally after my freshman year in college, because I, st- I was partying a lot still in the fresh- freshman year dorms, of course, <laughs> Um, but I just did it every single day after that. And, okay. And then I had mentors. I found mentors um, just to do it hands-on with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what uh, um, accelerated my growth in, like, production and mixing and Who were some of your mentors? My uncle. Mm-hmm. And so I was never close with him. But I found out my mom's brother, 
he's like multi-million dollar uh, he built a multi-million dollar audio company and he was very good in programming so like some few things he taught me is hey before you just master this like learn this learn the eq today mm -hmm. for this whole week come back to me and then i'm going to give you something to eq and i want to see how you do it and if you're learning then next was oh do compression for a month on just individual things master that and that was a gift because I never really thought to learn that way. You know, you just look up, you look up something on YouTube and then, you know, by SEO, you're getting, oh, you need this type of gear. You want to, you need to make like a Post Malone beat. You need this style stuff. So I was buying and buying stuff. And then I stopped once he came into my life because I realized, no, I just got to learn the each little mm -hmm. plugin, what it does, and then go from there. So that's why I'm like, I feel like my I've been accelerated in that yeah yeah okay that makes a lot of sense having uh having the time to put into it and then also yeah. having someone do hands-on like walk through it with you mm -hmm. that's that is huge holy shit it's huge that's cool man that, that <laughs> that's awesome to have someone uh actually sending you and, and like critiquing you it's mm -hmm. like because i went to school a little bit for uh for audio engineering okay but it wasn't I didn't come out of the program like being able to do that, like and and uh, I still can't do that, which I, I don't want to do that. And you know, right. there's kids like you who could do it. I'm yeah. sorry, I keep calling you a kid, dude. No, I'm that's sorry. cool. <laughs> I mean, that's better. I, I look really young, <laughs> and it's okay. I want to be a kid forever. <laughs> yeah, me too. And that's kind of how I feel. I feel like I'm, I'm like I'm 36, going on like maybe 17 mm -hmm. at this point. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, uh, men mentally, but that doesn't uh, that doesn't translate well once you have to like go and be a respectable member of your uh, community. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause, cause they don't like that. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, yeah, and yeah, I could go on for days on how I act like a child. But <laughs> <laughs> so, like, do you have a lineage of music in your family? Like, does your mom play, or did you? No, come my from no, my parents. It sounds just, like your uncle. Yeah, my uncle was in it, um, and then my so my dad's Puerto Rican, my mom's like Native American, German, all that. But in my dad's family, the Puerto Rican side, there was people that played and stuff. Mm -hmm. I never knew until like they were like, "You're really good. You probably got it from this uncle." Yeah, but I was like pa pa Pedro. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Like, I was like, no, I've never met him. He's in Puerto Rico somewhere, or Florida, or wherever. But um, I I assume that some of it does come from like family but i do think it's comes from the interaction that uh like i had with my uncle mm. or other mentors well, I, I was just curious if, if if music runs in your family just in general yeah. i mean my dad just bought me the guitar because his friends played so it was kind of like i known music music mm. was pretty much rock yeah. and roll is what i grew up on well yeah that that's kind of what i was getting at is like did you grow up around instruments did you grow yeah. up around music did you grow up around this Always. kind of stuff okay yeah. so like music and, just, and natural. It's just things were just these things were just sitting around yep. and available to you mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, I'm just curious. When I look at your content, like going down like Instagram and, and and just watching your videos, like you have a lot of like tutorials, and um, I wanted to speak to you on on your content creation because uh, you kind of it it all it's all cohesive and it all like you have it all funneling to your Baywood and and mm -hmm. your brand. Uh, 
but I was just curious on like what what kind of inspires you to create the next piece of content as okay. someone who is like like personally I just sort of found my way of how I create and okay. I think that's like one of the big things is like how do you create how do you you know how do you see what you're trying to you know push and so, but I was just curious on like what are ways that you sort of are inspired to create the next video or to yeah. do the next thing. Definitely. Um, and the problem with us creatives is that I go through this every day. It's like we, I, my problem is I overcomplicate things and I always want to change something, mm -hmm. and that hurts me actually. Mm -hmm. So I'm just still figuring it out. But I think I've got it figured out now. So thankfully, I have like a great person to work with, like Jake Venner, who does all the visual side of stuff, and he's oh. taught me so much, and we work w really great together. But one thing I realized that, yeah, I do mixing tutorials, I do beat-making videos, post pictures, and um, post my own music, and then make music for other people. It's like too much going on for the Instagram mm -hmm. to even catch up. So like a year and a half ago, I was posting just beat-making videos, and I was getting like 1,500 views on them, and I was like half as big but my but um what i've been realizing is that i just did like a 30 day um posting every day on instagram and i realized that man if i just posted beat making videos of new beats that i make and edm hip-hop whatever i make um i would be a lot bigger mm -hmm. than now when i'm posting just a variety of stuff right, like right. i want so that's gonna be my thing where every day i have so many beats and I always make beats every day, so I know I can always go in a different location, just have my little beat pad, make a little cool beat-making video. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be my strategy, and I'm just going to do that you know, three to seven times a week, just beat-making um, things, and then pictures of myself. Because you're right, like, if you had to say one thing, it's a little hard to because... I post too much. Mm. So that's one thing I learned that could help benefit everybody. I've seen, for example, like three months ago, this guy um, reached out to me and he was like, dude, like your uh, page is great. Like, can you give me any tips? And I was, and he was posting, he had like episode two of his little uh, beat making from scratch. Mm. And he shows laying down the kick, the snare, the melody and everything. And I was like, just keep doing that. Mm. And now he's at like thirty thousand followers. <laughs> he's getting like five, five to ten thousand views. Yeah. And I'm still at the same spot. So I'm like, <laughs> I need to take my own advice and just do that. Same thing. Yeah. All he does, just different song, but he does the same thing. And it's like, that's Instagram. Yeah. We got to be con more consistent. Yeah, I think that is what's kind of happening because. Like yourself, I have like this huge variety thing because I like I want to make stupid funny videos. I want to make beat making videos. Yeah. I want to make fuck it. I just want to do all these different things because I feel like I, I I relate to you a lot because I get super bored with shit real fast. Yeah. And and I'm a multi instrumentalist mm -hmm. that that kind of attributes to my fucking short attention span, yeah. ADHD growing up, riddling, pumped full of. Yeah. Um, but and then so like once I sort of discovered how to create or how I can create on Instagram and then I guess YouTube and stuff, I just sort of started doing this a couple of years ago. So I'm still getting used to it. But um, that was what I that's what I've been just noticing lately is is that I'll make these I'll make a beat making video and that'll do well. I'll do these like little quick lick tutorials where I'm just doing like guitar licks real quick yeah. and like and they'll do pretty well, you know. 
and then you'll pump in and, and those are things that you can do like super quick and yep. but then when you put in like these hours into these videos where you think they're so funny and or or you think they're they're good i mean because like you know generally you want to like what you put out there yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um they get shit and yeah. so it's like so it's like I'm, I'm seeing that trend too where this consistency mm -hmm. uh, and kind of choosing what you want to focus in on and maybe do that and if you wanted to do other things i don't know what make another instagram account right I mean, or but, another but it's also like hey for maybe youtube's the place where we just put out all our stuff that's that's what kind of i'm realizing like youtube and instagram pretty much the only things I'm trying to focus on and mm -hmm. but I realize with YouTube it's more of SEO and like if people are searching for you know like let's say that vocal mixing tutorial they can find it they'll mm -hmm. find me and if more people are watching it, they'll find it but with Instagram I know as much as I hate to say it I'm not going to create another Instagram until I'm consistent in one thing mm -hmm. so it's like hey, maybe we should just focus in on this, just posting this. Even if we want to post other stuff, <laughs> let's just hold it yeah. onto it. Let's just try it for a couple months. And if our growth is not doubling, then it's not working. But um, I've been talking to my friend Alex Rome, and he was in the same boat I am right now about two months ago. He started staying consistent. And I'm telling you, we had the same engagement. <laughs> he starts staying consistent with what he's posting and now he's at like 12,000 likes or 1,200 likes for every post. Wow. So I'm like, okay, he was just where I'm at. He found out what works and he just stuck to it. And he's like, he's like, Jordan, as much as, you know, I want to post other stuff, it just works. So, <laughs> yeah. and it's getting me, you know, people to click on that link in the bio and check out your, my other work on YouTube and become fans. So it's like, you know, yeah, maybe that's, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but, but do you feel like that? Doing that over and over and over again might become sort of just you might get bored with it. Do you? Yeah, I might. Yeah, you're right. I might because I that's might where my mind it. goes. Hundred percent. That's why I haven't even done it yet. But I realize <laughs> that it's powerful because once you're bigger, then you can do anything. Right. And they just like you for your personality. Right. But it stunts our growth and pushes us backwards when we try to do it all at first. Yeah. Before growing. Right. Cause, cause it's sort of like you realize you got this, I don't know what it is, but like, it's not a superpower, <laughs> but like you realize you, once you figure out like, you know, like once you figure out sort of like not the direction, but like sort of like how you want to create, you know, like all these different possibilities start opening up to you and you yeah. just see like exactly. videos and everything. It's the, and and I, you're I can do like, that. Yeah, I can do I'm that. thinking in, in, in 60 second increments, you know, what yes. I mean? like at 15 second increments, I'm thinking and that's how I'm viewing things now mm -hmm. and just and, and just pulling content for everywhere, recycling content and yep. in, in different way and presenting it in a different way. Um, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, just the I mean, that's but, that's a huge thing. But mm. getting but getting bored. But but for me, that's why I'm so excited about Instagram. Anyways, yeah. like uh, or or just creating these videos for because I'll put my videos on YouTube as well. But like, but like for me, creating this this content has just been so fun, and it's been such a cool. It's been a distraction from my music career because. <laughs> I should be practicing and yeah. learning those fucking songs I got hired to play. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, I'm making stupid fucking videos, uh, making myself laugh. So, 
but that's besides the point. But it, that's what's so exciting about the, the, the format for me was this, this way to express yourself in a different way. And then now just sort of like coming to this realization and like Raina, my wife, who you've met, yeah. um, and she's coming to that realization. And, and like a lot of people that I'm talking to are coming to this realization where this is like consistency. And, um, and man, I just, how, how do you, do you put a lot of time into uh, interaction other yeah. than what's being interacted with you on your page? Yeah, my biggest thing is to reply to everything. Right. Um, and something that, that I realized, like, replying to every DM is very powerful, but interacting with people, like, in real life and trying to just hit up people and tell them their, their work is awesome is just huge. I think a lot of people get messed up where they think everybody owes them something like mm -hmm. they we like some artists come to me and they're like hey like i'm not getting as many fans and i was like yeah but just a week ago you dm me telling me to listen to your track mm -hmm. without even saying anything before and i didn't because like <laughs> you gave me no value yeah. so the thing is i think if you hit up people try and not even talk about your music or anything just on a personal level they'll become way more of a fan of you than you trying to push your music. Mm -hmm. I think the the music is just the music. The content is all identification of a little bit more about who you are. Um, and for example, like consistent with with content, it's the same with music. If I was to post EDM, hip hop, country, and stuff, would I really gain the fan base that I want? Yeah. So I think that's the same with posting on Instagram. If I want people to like me for my music. Or do I want people to only like me for my personality? And we see a lot of like rappers, they're basing all on personality and stunts, yeah. which is not about their music, but it gets them fans for that way. But I don't want it to be that way, and I don't want it to be the way where I only get fans for being educational. Mm -hmm. I just want it purely because my music is good, so that's why I'm taking the beat-making approach. Mm -hmm. So it can at, at the end of the day, I know people are coming to me because they actually enjoy my music and see the, the growth. So, but I've tried stunts and stuff, and they work. They work. They work for me, and people like my like personality. Like what? Like what kind of stunts? Like just throwing my TV in the basketball hoop. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know what? That was another thing. You're funny, man. You're fucking funny. That was another thing that drew me to you. Thank you. And it's like, but also I know when you start doing stunts and stuff, you have to keep going yeah. to different levels. So and it's like, up if I kept doing that, like, where would I be? Is it at the end of the day, it does take away from yeah. the musical aspect. So I was like, my uncle actually was like, you know, that's great and all. And he's like, I see it's your most engaged uh, post on there, but what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. What's next? And I was <laughs> like, you're so right. So that's why I started like the podcast and stuff. And then I like doing live streams on Instagram mm -hmm. because that's where I feel like they can get to know me more personally. Yeah. Um, instead of trying to do like stunts or, you know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, especially like if you're a musician, it's like, fuck, man, I'm not, fuck, I'm not fucking Steve O. It's like, right. you know, I'm not yeah, fucking exactly. jackass, you know. Or... Anyways, it's, it, it's a. Uh... That's that's the confusion for me at this point because like there's a part of me that's like because like I identify purely as a musician, mm -hmm. but then I also have like I want to make people laugh, but then I also have a podcast, but then it, you know like so there's all these different things and and I don't you know like I I'm I'm at this point I'm just trying to funnel people to the website 
and, right. that, and that's it. And like, so the, the website and the podcast, and, and then maybe having the podcast, the, the website just be an all encompassing thing, but then figuring out, uh, I don't know. I don't fucking uh, that's, know, that's man. That's the problem with us creatives. We <laughs> want to try to do it all, but let's. Why don't we just become a master at one thing and then we can branch off? I, I'm feeling that, and, and there's a there's something to be said about like the discipline of sort of sticking discipline. To, that's what the word uh, I was looking sticking, for. The whole time. Sticking to something and doing it, just, you don't feel like it. It's like yeah. I didn't feel like going to the fucking gym today, but. Right. I got up, I took those big ass bong rips, and I went to the fucking gym Fuck and sweated yeah. up. You know what I mean? Like Hell I did yeah. my part today for myself. That's I think that's actually which is hard. The <laughs> I'm gonna start preaching that more because discipline it is because it shouldn't be easy for us. No. Like if it's easy, oh we're posting what we like, mm-hmm. we're posting this, then it's not like that's not. I don't think that's how things work. I think we do have to have a schedule. And us artists, we do like schedules and you know rules for ourselves. That's why we like working with other people, so we can have them hold us a little bit. You yeah. know, to our standard, we're like, oh, we gotta prove ourselves to this dude. Yeah, you're but, you're held accountable. It's yes. like now people are like, well, you fucking wanted to be a part of this little contract that we made. Yeah, this is like now fucking step up and or, we all, or forever be known as that bitch. That yeah, fucking- <laughs> and and the problem is we all I all my like a, with discipline. I always would be like, okay, I'm going to post every single day. Okay, but instead of that, why don't I think like, all right, I'm going to start by posting at, uh, once a week for the next month. Let's see if I do that. Then I add. A, it's like going to a gym. I'm going to go to gym uh, seven days a week now. Mm-hmm. But you haven't even started going once a week yet. Right. So why not? Let's start small. And I always do that. And then you burn yourself out real quick. Right. And then you stop. And then there's a period of month where you don't do nothing. And you just think. And it's like, hate that. I'm pretty much <laughs> out of that. But... I'm like, I'm trying to get to the point where, okay, on Instagram, I'm just going to post three times a week, beat making videos, only focusing around my music. I'm going to start with that. Let's see how that does. Doesn't, I'll transition, but I'm going to try that out, and it should be okay. It, it's just, it's weird. It's, it's weird. It's like we're out there just casting this fucking, like, this fishing line. This mm-hmm. is like, what's the fucking catch, you know? Like, what is it? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. My podcast is, it's been a slow growth, but it's growing and it's consistently growing. I have no fucking clue how that happens. Is it because I just have a lot of episodes out? Is it because uh, a lot of foreign people think it's an English-speaking uh, education podcast? <laughs> I get lots of emails from foreigners. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and by the way, if, if you are a foreign person, or, or foreign person, <laughs> if you are someone who doesn't speak English and is interested in learning English, I won't be able to teach you shit. But I will respond to your emails, and if you want to have conversations, I will do that too. Love that. Yeah, there it's nice. Go. I've had some sad conversations with people. Like, I had this Syrian girl talking about it was back when Syria was like being bombed to the shitter, uh-huh. and like it was sad. It was just this girl who wanted to come to America and shit, and wow. and, and it was nothing but like bombings and stuff around. It. But <laughs> that's the bum out right there. <laughs> uh, that's the bum outside about it sometimes. Is that people want to like dump their emotions out of you? They do. Yeah. Have you had that though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get that mostly from my YouTube. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, honestly, Instagram's crazy too because you get these little young kids and then they they just start telling you all their problems. And then (laughs) they just, if you answer them and be nice, they'll just keep doing it. And they're like, I want to kill myself. I'm like, oh. Oh. I'm like, that's not my job. I I don't know how much I can help you with that. I know my music's not. Like, I got one person that said, you know, your music stopped me from killing myself. I was oh. like, 
No? I don't know. Like that's kind of <laughs> weird. I don't, I don't know how. Like, <laughs> like well, I mean, are you just trying to get attention from right, me? Right, right. No, because you don't know. My wife has um, has someone that she. Ugh, I can't divulge too much without giving it away. But she, this is this person that she is in contact with a lot, who uh, she's not sure if she's just making up all these like fucking crazy problems of like just for attention in this yeah. certain platform my wife works in and um i can't talk too much about it because i think that person listens to the show right but sometimes it is it's but like it, but people do anything for attention right right and that's that's the other part of it is that you see these people like you know going back to stunts it's like people will take that and run with it because it's it it is this weird fame and there is this sort of weird rush you get off of likes and stuff and and, and like we're doing it and to, to deny that for me to deny that I'm not addicted to my fucking phone and, yeah. and Instagram would be a complete lie because I am so addicted to it. In fact, I love it. And in fact, I'm playing the game, son. Yeah. So like I'm in it. Exactly. We all are. That like it but, goes back to my first point. Like I started music, mm -hmm. getting heavy into it because it yeah. brought me attention. Yeah. Exactly. And, and like it it I don't I never even asked myself that question. Why did I even start? That's an interesting question. Yeah. It's like why? Why? And I, oh yeah, it's the, because my sister, she played in the band, in mm. the marching band. There you go. There you go. But at the end of the day, we do post stuff on for attention. I'm glad, actually, Instagram's taking away likes. Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah, they're taking away likes. They're, they've been testing it in Canada. Wow. Um, but I think it will be good um, because we'll be able to focus on the actual piece of content. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you look at a post and it didn't get as well. You don't think it's, it's, it's as good, mm -hmm. which is a really... Especially when girls and people are posting pictures of their face and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, am I not pretty? Yeah, like, no, it's just rough. You maybe post at a bad time or maybe it is a shitty picture. But um, where we can just focus on what we're posting instead of what it's getting. Now, do you uh, – we were talking about spending so much time on Instagram and, and, and interaction um, – do you, I mean, because you already have a, you have a pretty solid uh, base of uh, followers. Mm -hmm. Do you, uh, when you're building that, were you doing the whole, um, who's that fucking guy? The V guy. Is Gary V. Gary V thing. Gary V is why I started my brand. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And dropped out of college. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Gary V has different uh, approaches to Instagram, especially the, um, to the following, the hashtags, yeah, and then commenting, like doing human spamming. I yeah. Guess. Um, um, did you ever do any of that? I, I know that people either uh, will do that or they'll buy their followers. I've done. I've tried to do the the, the other thing. I just can't. Yeah. Like I just I have too much other shit to do. Yeah. So I w actually work with an Instagram growth agency. Oh sweet. And um, what it, it's basically doing is it's taking your account and then it's automating the like I set let's say um, let's say pr some producers that are youtubers that are bigger than me um, I set my account to target their followers mm -hmm. and now it's gonna go like and comment on their engaged followers hopefully oh. that they be they follow me or just look at my page and they're like I like this mm -hmm. I don't know why I like it well because I targeted you to do that yeah. so it's doing that 24/7. Um, but I don't use that for my account anymore because I'm really just trying to master getting on the explore page um, mm. and everything else. Like, kind of, it's 
I guess it's not organic, but when you do like something like that, I feel like it's a little bit of a crutch only because it's like, um, I'm getting all these followers, I'm doing it right. But no, I'm always, I'm always just worried about the content. So it, when I was using that like growth software and stuff for my account, um, I wasn't trying as hard. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'll do anything to just make my content better. And so what I realized with that is it's so important to follow up people with even if they comment, you comment back and they'll get them keep commenting on the future posts. And that's why I have pretty good comment ratios on my stuff. It's just the views. It's like not getting shown to all of my people. And it may be because I used the growth software too much in the beginning. Or it may be because um, I'm, my content's just not as good as I think it is. Mm. Or it's just not as consistent as. But I think it's because of the consistency. Um, so that's what I realized. I think when you know we can narrow it down and stuff, then it's easier to reply back because we know what people are going to comment. Oh, this is dope. Like, this is dope. Uh, fire. Yeah, fire. <laughs> fire emoji. <laughs> Do this next. But I realize how the human element to it is so important. Like, mm. you know, just posting your face, just talking to the people in the stories. The story feature is the best feature, mm. yeah, yeah. I think. Asking people questions, live streaming stuff. Um, I think that's what sets people apart. That's why I think that's got me my most, like, fans that will always listen to anything I post or anything like that. Yeah. The, um, so, uh, I know it's a lot, like, you like to sample a lot, and I like to sample a lot, too. Yeah. Um, but do you, uh, do you do, uh, do you do, like, I mean, you said you play guitar. Do you mm -hmm. do a lot of, like, um, like, where you do your own chord progressions and stuff yeah. or do you do a lot of just like sample packs and stuff like that um on so when i'm doing like hip-hop beats i don't really care i'll use samples in mm -hmm. any anyways because my thing with hip-hop it um i'm just trying to make a dope beat so it's beat making around that and trying to flip something cool um on my own music that i release i always make the chords and melodies and mm -hmm. there is a lot of like for that last song you just heard there was about a hundred different sounds in there mm -hmm. um a lot of different samples and a lot of different, you know, my chord progressions. But I get mostly inspired off hearing different stuff from different songs. So I love. That's why I like sampling, um, especially with EDM. It's a it's harder um, because the drop always has to be like I there. I can't really sample on a drop because mm -hmm. it has to be unique and huge and right. powerful. But with hip hop, it's easier to like uh, sample a sample a song. And then make a dope beat around that so an artist can rap on it mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. So I like to do it both, but I always start with the sample. Like, e even if it's just inspiration, like, I always start with that. That's where I get most inspired from. So, okay, so you'll, so like, you'll have a sample and you'll, you'll just be like, oh, how can I flip that? Or like, where do you start? Like, where does yeah. it begin? Like, I mean, like, you just hear the sample and then you go, like, make the beat? Or like, do you go and, like, where, when you when you're gonna start a song and you're inspired by like a sample for example mm -hmm. what's the first thing you do the first thing i would do is let's say i find a dope song that i'm like oh like like a 1976 um r&b song or something i'm like okay i already hear it in my head mm -hmm. so but like i just made a instagram video on like sampling or flipping one sample into four different ones mm -hmm. it's like because when you get the idea there's like four more ways that it could be better. Yeah. 
And so I always flip it multiple different ways and then go back. I'm like, okay, this is the best way. Oh, shit. Always go above and beyond because a lot of people stop at the first one, right? Because they're like, right here. Yeah, I (laughs) I still do that. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, well, like when you're in that mode, uh, especially when you're in like a creative mode and you are in that, like, uh, what do they call it? The flow state or whatever it is. Um, When you're in that mode and you're, you're creating, like, you're just like, oh, that works, and let's move on, and like go blah 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 blah. But that, but what I have been finding lately, just in my own just approach to music, is finding the joy of taking shit apart and finding the joy of flipping things again. But I, I, I never take the time to do what you just said. Is mm-hmm. is take the time to try a, diff- a few different ways. Tried. Like, what, what's that harm? What, what, what harm is that going to bring anybody? Right. And, and yeah, that's what I've been realizing. And actually, my friend Alex Rome mate had me do that. Like, because even with creating a melody mm-hmm. or you know a chord progression, why don't we just you know take that initial idea and then you know make five different progressions, make five different melody patterns and then go back and pick the one. And that's what I've been doing with everyone and always ends up with something good. Mm-hmm. So, and it's like, yeah, you know, those people that those producers that say, Oh, I make five beats a day. It's like, okay, but I'd rather make it one good one today. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'll take the time <laughs> to make one really good one. Right. And, <clears throat> but I'm really thankful I started with EDM first because Everything else is a little bit more simple because I'm trying to make a song sound really good without any vocals or anything like that. Um, And with transitions and everything like that, there always has to be chord changes, melody changes. It can't just be the same thing over and over like a hip-hop beat. Mm. Because hip-hop beat's all about the the vocalist, the rapper on it. With singing, the singer is always changing their melody and their tone, so... Um, but with my EDM, I usually do. I, I love vocals so much, so I always, like you heard, like I had a main vocal, but not necessarily I could have rearranged it to not have a vocalist, but I just like vocals because I think it helps. Um, I just personally like it, but I make a lot of beats without vocals, and they stand for three minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's very hard to do that. <laughs> no, it is. You're, um, I don't know how you see it, but like when I'm putting something together like that, um, because I, I'm kind of the same way. Like sometimes I'll challenge myself and try to make like s- maybe no changes mm-hmm. in a beat. And, like okay, so like this is just gonna be the same shit. But like, how can I make this interesting? Yeah. And how can I make this? Li- you know, like uh, what little Easter eggs are people gonna be able to hear every time they listen to this? Because like I, I, that's the kind of music I like. Like like listening to your song you just played. Um, what's the name of that song you have? I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yep. Can we play it on the show? Yeah. Okay. Um, Because this drops today. I can send it to you. Yeah, it drops today. I'll I'll, I'll edit it in. Oh, okay. We'll just throw to it and then fucking... So this drops today because I've been on vacation. So so this is Tuesday, but this is dropping on Wednesday, whatever day that is, the number-wise... Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even know it was Tuesday. <laughs> right. Yeah. I only knew it was Tuesday because I had a fucking appointment. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, so yeah. I've been on vacation. So same though. So Tuesday, we're dropping this tomorrow on Wednesday. Love that. Today and then also your new single. Uh, and say it again. I'm so sorry. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. So let's listen. I'll be fine, and then come back, and then we'll kind of talk about a little bit more what we were talking about.
And we're back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I think what I was talking about is uh, when I listen to that song, there's so much. There's so many lights. And you were even saying that there's over 100 sounds sort of happening in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the shit I live for. I live for that kind of shit. And, and I'm not the hugest fan of EDM. And that, I, I, was that, would you consider that EDM? Yeah, because it's more electronic based. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of the sounds are from yeah. synthesizers and. You know. Okay, I, I see. I, like when I think of EDM, all I think is the. Oh yeah, that's house music. See, oh, okay. that's house music. There's like 150 subgenres, and I don't really uh, make too much house. But like after this podcast, I'll show you some of my house songs. But. Sure. With house music, with majority of the EDM I like to make is a lot of like real elements like brass, guitars, mm. and that one, piano was driving it. Um, that's a little more. That one was a little more, more electronic. But my main, the main things I'll um, I make are a lot of guitar, a lot of live instruments. Mm-hmm. So it still has. I don't know if you ever heard of like Odessa, um, but they always have live elements yeah. into it. Okay. And thing about EDM, I think it it's the drop that drives it. Yeah. And it's like that party aspect of it. Yeah, which for sure. I love. I, were, were you doing the vocals on that? No, I bought. I just licensed those. Oh. It fit the song perfectly. And I was nice. like, wow. When like that's the craziest thing. Like sometimes, you know, I'll make a melody and chords. I'll make the songs, and then I'll br- I'll just play the song in the background, then just go through vocals, and I'll be like, some things just work perfectly. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Yeah, there it is. And I, it just works. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> it's like that way. But you sing, though, too, right? No, I don't. Oh, I, I, I mean, I want I want to try to. I want to learn because I think it's important or to. Or did you do, like, I thought I saw a video where you're singing. Where, was it? Maybe that was with probably someone else. Oh, probably no. someone was next to me or something. But, um, no, I want to get into it just because it would make me a better artist and easier to communicate with other artists. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's important to teach everybody that I record how to record themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't have to 
that's what I'm, I'm getting out of the game. Like, I make money from, like, recording people, but I don't want that because you have to be in a specific location. Yeah. Right? right? Like, technically, with this podcast, you can do it with anybody around the world. Of course. Like, just record it through Anchor or something. I don't know what you use, but... Oh, I'll, I'll just do Skype. Sometimes people on the other end will just, they'll go into a mic on their end, yeah. and then they'll just send it over, and yeah. I'll just match them up. Yeah, especially but, with audio people. It's not like yeah. a problem. There, but, but when I'm talking to just, like, musicians on the other side of the country who have no audio experience, and they're just great musicians, yeah. they're just like, I'll just keep it Skype. I don't even care. Right, it's like, Skype is great, too. Yeah, Skype or even Facebook Messenger, the mm-hmm. video app, like, whatever. Anything uh, works. Oh, yeah. It, it, what, what's interesting... What's what's interesting is like you know we're talking about quality of content right and what I've, what's been weird about my podcast is that the quality of the podcast itself as in the sound quality has gone down since I've moved across country mm-hmm. but my listenership has like tripled so when I, when I came here I only had about two thousand weekly listeners who came through. Now I have up to between six and seven thousand. Wow. That was like in two years. So what? See, like I don't, I don't understand. That's why I don't fucking get yeah. this shit. Like I don't get this shit. And, and I mean, it could be consistency, and like I was saying, it could be a lot of things. But in the end, I don't know what the fuck it is. I mean, I think it's mostly consistency. But I don't. I think with. Like, quality and consistency, quality is super subjective. That's what I learned from Gary Vee, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's some songs that are so famous right now, and you're like, I can hear, like, ten problems with that. But yeah. the majority of people don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I think of it as, like, music, too. Like, my song can't be perfect. I can get it sounding perfect to me, which will get me more excited to share it with people. Um, but at the end of the day, it just becomes consistency rules over that because that's some something some nobody can take away from you like yeah. they can't say you did not post every week um or i don't even know what you do like what's one word that describes you but people can always say that song's good no that song's bad no, well mm-hmm. it's good because of this no well i don't think that's good because of that so quality i'm not really quality focused um i mean on mixing and stuff i guess i am that's because the more we learn the the like more ridiculous we get with that (laughs) that is true yeah because you're trying to push it and you're trying to do different things and then and then and then you're like changing shit and be like oh fuck and it's like maybe that's a little too much i i found i kind of found the best way to attack most projects and it's not and is to not overthink it i think some things require it but like for the most part like when I was saying, when we're in that flow state and you're like creating and you don't give a second thought to maybe trying it in a different way. Yeah. You're kind of, it's because you're sort of, you're riding this wave out and, and like, you know, that's not going to last all fucking day or, not, or maybe it will. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's like you're kind of taking advantage of the moment when it's there. I don't know if that's how you act, but that's how I am. If I know, because like I've just doing this for so long. I could feel when my brain's ready to get into it. I don't. Can you feel that? Like, I don't know. Like, I know there's like a difference between like you being hired to do something and then you just sitting down and doing something for the fun of it, yeah. or just because you want to be creative. Uh, like, you have to follow out something. But like, I don't know. Like, oh, fuck, dude, I forgot. What I, was it, I mean, what I, I was gonna add on to that. Please with, do, please. With like, um, with production, I have pure fun with it. Like, if I try to yeah. force it. 
And when I try to, like, people say, make this beat for me, I don't get as excited. Yes. But when it's, like, with my own music, I always get excited. So that's that's exactly that you mentioned that is why I'm only focusing on my music now. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to push this vocal mixing on my Instagram. Like, I'll do that on YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. I'll do that on YouTube because I do love mixing and I love teaching other people how to do it, new things I learned, so why not teach them? And But with music, I never wanna, like I, would, I don't, I would never sign a deal to, hey, you have to release you know, two songs a month and then this album. Yeah. That would take the only fun I have in my life, and it's only with making my own e- music yeah. is where I get pure joy. Any other things, vocal mixing, it's pretty much a job. Yeah. Um, so I'm learning how to separate those two. Yeah. And I only want to focus in, and it's like, okay, but how do I make a living from this? Okay, well, I'm going to have to make a living. If I want to give all my mixing tips and everything for free and not charge anybody, and then I'm going to have to make money from streams from my music. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's the give or take. It's going to take longer. I'm going to have to work for other people while I do that. But I'd rather do that than try to build a business around like vocal mixing. And then that, you're always trying to get better and bigger um, in that. So it's like... Man, I was, you know, one week I made like $600 from mixing. So I was like, oh, I'm going full force. That's why I posted all the vocal mixing yeah, yeah, yeah. things. And then and then uh, my mentor, Derek, who owns a Instagram growth, um, he told me, he was like, are you sure? Do you want to be on stage or do you want to, you know, mm-hmm. be building this mixing business? I was like, I want to be on stage. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, then focus it only around your music, dude. yeah. yeah. Like, you're taken away from your, you're spreading yourself too thin. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what brings you the most happiness and joy? Make, Make sure that's know. separated on different things. Which, which is a very important thing for someone your age to figure out at your age. Because what in, in 10, 15 years, are you going to be happy mixing other people's music and like probably making a very comfortable living right like fucking are you gonna be happy fucking getting another rapper fucking in your dm being like mix my fucking ghetto ass fucking bullshit um you know i get that i get that and and that and that's not a bad living either you know like like dave pensado is amazing fucking dude fucking just that's what he does and he loves it yep but if you're not passionate about other people's music, it makes a lot of sense to sort of yeah. focus on your own. So then, what what we were kind of talking beforehand, um, I mean, like, you're pretty well known in Toledo. I know the people that I've talked to about you, because I'll, I'll ask people about my guests, upcoming yeah. guests. I think I asked uh, Nightheart. He knew about you. Mm-hmm. Do you know Nightheart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, fuck. Jesus. Bailey, Sean Bailey, I asked him about you. He knew about you. He just knew you were a DJ. Uh-huh. And, and uh, anyways, most people know who you are. You've done, you've, you've made a name for yourself, you know, in, in this city. Yeah. Uh, but you're saying that you're kind of getting a little too comfortable here. Yeah. And um, as someone who moved away and then came back, um, I totally am with that. I am totally somebody who kind of I I don't I wouldn't say I outgrew this place artistically because when I left I wasn't much of an artist mm-hmm. I was more of a drug addict yeah <laughs> but but um, but going and coming back and um, you know having this experience outside of this outside of your little circle for me proved to be so valuable 
Awesome. Having awesome, to man. come back here after fucking 13, almost 14 years in Southern California, coming back here and having to just stop your life. Because, like, like, I was out there, I was touring musician, working, had my own studio, did, mm-hmm. did a bunch of shit. And then just that just stopped. And so coming back here, it, coming back here, it helped me um, realize what kind of artist I can be and the potential of it. Uh, it because it was slower here and, and I have time yeah. to think. But I also have a family. And so, like, it, it, it makes sense that I'm here. Uh, whereas you're going to Florida and, yep. and you're getting out of this situation, not because you're a drug addict, but because <laughs> you're sick of... I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not putting words in it, not sick of oh, it, but you're you're, you're, you want something new. So tell me what, what's your thought behind it, because I just sort of spoke for you for like the no, last five minutes. <clears throat> I want to hear what your, <clears throat> your reasonings behind it, because I, I, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I think that I always um, want to do, like s- put myself in a different situation, and I've always thought that, but I never did it, mm-hmm. done it. So... I got I, I, pretty much everywhere we go, we always will get comfortable to some extent. Mm-hmm. But I think since I wasn't working as hard as I think I should be, even though people tell me I do, I just need a new situation. Maybe I shouldn't, like this is my dad's house. Maybe I should just be, you know, in a whole new environment. And I will want to, you know, with more independence and more responsibilities that I will work more and focus and find exactly what I want to do. But I just think the power of change is something for me that I've never lived anywhere else. So it's like, let's just try it for a couple months, see how it is. I think there's, as you say, there's a lot of, you know, plus sides to it and I could come back, who knows? And then maybe I'll be ready to build it here. But I want to be as mobile as possible, and I want to be able to, you know, my jobs, actually my part-time job I work now, like telemarketing, Mm -hmm. downtown Toledo, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, just calling businesses for internet and uh, phones, it's like they're letting me do it down there. So I'll be able to do it on my computer. And then the Instagram growth, obviously online too. So Mm -hmm. I secured two jobs with that where I don't need to depend on other artists for my, you know, Mm -hmm. check. Self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency. And even though I'm still working for them, I get to do it, you know, it's only a couple hours a day. So I know the money will be fine and I can just focus on my Mm -hmm. own music and my own content. Being mobile is huge. Yeah. If you want to do, if you want to be mobile, yeah. like me and my family, we van life, and my wife teaches. Which, if you don't know, van life, van life is living in your van and camping, and like living in your van in like urban settings or in in country settings, mm-hmm. wherever. It's just living in your van, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's we, how. How long did you do that? A few months. Two it, was, months. it was our transition from San Diego here. Nice. And we were kind of looking for a new place to live. We weren't going to come back here, but it just ended up that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never planned on coming back here. So, just so you know, like this, yeah. this was not my life plan. I yeah. was just fine in San Diego. But, I bet. But my Living, wife, though. Oof. Yeah, so it expensive. sucked. It sucked being an artist in San Diego because it's like, well, they're turning... I mean, it's so expensive. They're pushing all the artists out of all these, like, 
like historically artist communities mm-hmm. are just being overtaken by fucking douchebags who can afford it. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, if you can afford to live in Southern California, it doesn't make you a douchebag, but whatever. Like, it, it sucks. It sucks to get pushed out of your place. Um, but we didn't have to come back. My wife wanted to come, okay. come here. <laughs> she, she's from there. So, anyways, no, the moving away and, and coming back. It, I don't know. Like if, if the the if you want to, I'm sorry. I'm just fucking up. I've been eating edibles all weekend, so please Hell just yeah. give me a fucking it's moment here because I have just my brain is like <laughs> mashed potatoes. Um, <laughs> we played a, my wife played a dispensary in Flint and fucking brought home just a whole bag of fucking That's treats. Awesome. So it's just ridiculous. Okay. So we're talking about mobility. My wife does uh, online lessons, so she would teach out of the le- out of the van mm-hmm. as we were traveling. And that's how we were able to just sort of get around and make money and stuff. So wow, that's awesome. I, I, feel like, I feel like mobility, especially if you want to just go somewhere and be somewhere by yourself, you can still like, make that's money. crucial. Yeah, and, and, and you can have internet on anything now. Yeah. Like you can get internet anywhere. Hotspots. So, so you're, tra- you're going to St. Petersburg, Florida? Yep. Why? Because my aunt just got a house down there. Okay. So the... I visited her with um, my good friend, Joey Holly. We literally booked a flight at like 3 a.m., left at 7 a.m., and then I got there and I just called her to pick me up, and I haven't talked to her for years before that, and she did. (laughs) And 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 we stayed (laughs) in her apartment, and the way she lives is just simple and... It's amazing because, like, she's vegetarian, but she always cooks. And I was like, the food's great, and she's always about doing what you're passionate about. And mm-hmm. she's fully – her boyfriend, uh, Michael, he's a, he's a drummer, and he has a band and stuff, and they, they perform at, you know, different locations around St. Pete's. And I just thought I kind of need to be around that. And she was like, hey, when we get a house, I want you to, like, come down here and visit wow. us. So my sisters are going there for two weeks um, tomorrow, and like a couple weeks ago, they were asking me like, "You should come with us. We're going for two weeks." And I was like, "No, I gotta, I gotta focus in on work." And then bright idea came to me. Oh, why don't I just move there? Yeah. Just change, change it up. Because <laughs> my best friend Jake Venter, he's moving to Columbus. My uh, best friend Zach Kern, mine's like mine. He just moved to uh, Atlanta. So I was like, if everybody else is making change, why not just try it out for yeah. months? I have nothing to lose. Um, and you know, the artists I do work with or record, I'll just teach them how to record themselves. Uh, they can be, you know, focusing on their craft and record themselves whenever. And I'll just focus in on my music. And that got me. So I was like, you know, right here living with my dad, we had a, we had a, just a good life. And I think I take a lot of things for granted. So I need to be out on my own. Um, cause even going to college in BG, it's not that far from home. I never really had to depend on myself. So I want to get to that point. Um, and she's, you know, I got to buy all my food, you know, pay rent and, you know, pay the car and stuff. So I think that'll be good for me to yeah. so grow up a little bit well, instead yeah, of depending man. on my family. No, I totally, man. Like that was the thing that, that was the one thing that I was really happy about going off like that, especially on the other side of the fucking yeah, country. <laughs> and one of the most expensive fucking parts of the country man. too. And which, don't get me wrong, I mean, there was several months where I was calling home. I was going to college out there and shit, where I was calling home, be like, I need money, I'm a yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but to be able to be self-sufficient, to, 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 and to really be self-sufficient, because what you're talking about is being your own boss. Yeah. And that's what, you were, that's what you're looking for. Yeah. 
And like to take that step and to take that leap, most people are afraid to do that. That's why, especially I, at your age, most people are like, well, "I should go to college." Yeah. And, or and then I'll maybe I'll get a career. You know, it's fuck that. Rip the bandaid off. You gotta fucking jump in. Man. You just gotta jump in. If it doesn't go well, I just I can move back. Like you're fucking, you're 22. Yeah, I'm 22 like, years old. <laughs> I don't give fine. a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you have time to fuck up. And to fail, and I think that's one of the biggest things that people don't like to hear is like you that that there's gonna be failure in your life, and to be able to take failure and and, and like I think the one of the biggest pieces of advice that I ever got was well uh, at least some I heard I gleaned from what it, wherever it yeah. was is not it's not um it's not the fact that you lose it's how you lose you yeah know? it's not the fact that you failed it's how you failed. And what you did from it, and mm-hmm. what you learned. What did you learn from that? What's the last thing that you failed at that was like a huge lesson for you? Um, it was probably I don't want to say my mom made me feel like it's dropping out of college, but it I don't I don't think it was. It's just not my way style of learning. But she's really the the thing that she said that just resonated with me is you all finish what you don't start so it was with all my the consistency of posting like i told myself i was just going to post beat making videos a year ago and i didn't do it i told myself i was going to keep up with the podcast didn't do it so now that's my big thing that's why i'm trying that's my biggest thing cuz i could have been 10 times bigger right now if i just stayed with what i'm doing so that's I think that's my biggest mistake is like I just let my head get let me stop before I even really started. What do you and why do you think that? Is it because you got bored or? Yeah, I, I, my brain just goes in hundred different directions. I look at what everybody else is posting. I get inspired and I just try to change it up. And it's like, no, that's where I fucked up. That's where I could have just saved a whole year of my life. But now that you say that, it's like, I'm glad I learned it now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's still really early. And, yeah, so I want to get to a point where I'm more grateful for everything, like my parents and family and just friends that helped me. And I want to get to that point where I don't just think I deserve all this. I don't deserve shit. (laughs) Do you you think that – I don't want this to come off wrong. Do you think that the that's something that's common in maybe your age group or yeah that this, this nothing's really been too bad in like the economic realm and especially with being fed you know other people's lives by the time we wake up and the time we wake go to bed with social media all we do is compare and compare and compare and we never fully we have this like insecurity like with <clears throat> this thing and we're always afraid like why is it that like Way long ago, people weren't as scared to start stuff. They would just do it and finish right. it. Now, there's a problem with us starting stuff yeah. and finishing it. Just getting to it. Just, just getting to even it. Just starting it. I have a fucking thing. It's so it's so funny because well, I, and I find this in a lot of artists too. Is like as soon as money or as soon as obligation comes to uh, becomes part of the art, it's just like all of a sudden all interest just goes out the fucking just, window. That's why. Yeah. It's like, I don't care anymore. And so I have this video that I have to do because of. Uh, for whatever reason, I started doing videography now, and so Hell now yeah. that's what I'm doing. Um, another distraction, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but the um, I have to make this fucking video, and I've had the footage for so long, and 
now I have to present it to the board members tomorrow. Uh And now it's like, fuck. So right after this, it's um, go home, make a video, edit a podcast, maybe go to bed by three. Bam! Yeah. Wake up, get up real fucking early and... I don't even know what I got. I know I got to do some fucking crazy thing tomorrow, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to present the fucking video to yeah. the board members. <laughs> so <laughs> so it, it's, 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 hard. it's hard enough to just start something. But I do think you're right. I think that, like, the, I mean, just being distracted by your phone or by social media itself is hard to break away from and to start doing something. Yeah. How many times do you, like, open up, like, okay, I'm going to open up a fucking whatever Final Cut and, like, I'm going to edit this video and then all of a sudden you find yourself scrolling through, like, it, it, Facebook or whatever. Yeah, and you're just like, damn, three hours just went by and I barely got nothing done. Uh, yeah, you're just sitting there looking at this blank fucking track thing. It, it's crazy. It's- That's why we got to simplify things for us artists. Like, we not... I was thinking of Instagram as three different rows of content. Mm. Like, and I was like, let me just master one. Just simplify it. I can put all my creativity in my own music. Anything else, it just needs to be simple. And the music will speak for itself. But that's my biggest problem. I think it's so many of our biggest problems. It's like, I don't really like editing stuff either uh, with podcasts. That kind of actually, it kind of sucked because... With editing podcasts, like how you just said, let's play the song in there. Now you have to re-listen and find out the time you did that. And I was like, I was doing that, but when I was using Anchor, like you could just, it's like a phone call, it just records a phone call. And there was a lot of spaces where you had to get rid of the dead space right. because over the phone connection, especially in people in different states, there was always a little delay. So I... Man, an hour podcast would take four hours to edit, it. and I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'd rather just do an in-person one or one really good mics. Oh wait, not everybody has a, a good mic to record themselves over Skype. Right. So I realized that was like, mm, I don't like that. I got to make that as easy as possible. Like, but you know what's funny is that, um, that's how I viewed the podcast from the beginning. Is sort of. It has to be something that has to be very fucking easy for yeah. me to do. That's why you don't do video. That's well. That's why I stopped doing video. Yeah. Um. Because at first it was purely video. It was um. It was all YouTube. Yeah. But then the guy I was working with procrastinated, and I do not like that. I like I like to right. fucking I want to get it out, and we'd record a podcast, and it would take him about like two months. So. Oh no. I yeah no. So I I had to stop relying on him, and I I made it purely audio and then put it on itunes and that's when shit actually started growing anyways right. youtube it wasn't doing anything for the first like 10 episodes but as soon as i put it on on uh itunes it it, 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 it like immediately started getting um listens um yeah that's awesome that's but oh, fuck see, man these edibles <laughs> what were we talking about but um going simplifying things simplifying yeah that's what i was going at it was like when i first started i told him it has to be malleable and it has to be something that it it, it, it has to be something that i can do easily yeah and so i won't edit out a lot of um if there's like long dead break like if someone has to get up and go take a shit or something right, i'm not gonna yeah. leave that in there but like <laughs> i leave in the uhs and the yeah. oohs and 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 when you listen to some of these more popular podcasts and you listen to people the time that they put into it where they're like 
I take out the okays and the uhs and the likes because that's what people like like to say, you yeah, know? I don't it's think like so. this and like that. Yeah, fuck that. It's I a long form that. piece of content exactly. for a reason. It's exactly. supposed to be as real as possible. Exactly. And and then you look at like uh, huge uh, like some of the biggest uh, podcast in the world like Joe Rogan or yep. like even Tim Ferriss's which is pr- pretty unmitigated yeah. but um but yeah it's just it has to be easy for me yeah now that that's not for everybody like for when you say sit there and flip it four different ways immediately the laziness in my brain uh sends off this signal like fuck that but then right, the other part of job though <laughs> But then it's just like, wow, that's a really good fucking idea that you should be doing because yeah. it makes fucking sense. Like, why the fuck not? Why the fuck wouldn't you want to do it? And, and when when I hear people who like bands who re-record a song like ten times, I'm just like, why the fuck would you do that? But like, I mean, I guess why the fuck not? Why the fuck not? And I would add to that is that's why I'm trying to get away from recording people making beats for everybody, is because it took away time for me to actually do stuff like mm-hmm. that on my own music. Now when I have a few hours a day where I know I'm making the money and it doesn't take any brain power and I do it at a certain time, it's like, oh, now I have the whole day to do whatever I want. So yeah, I'm going to flip mm-hmm. that sample a couple more times. Yeah. And it's like, that makes sense. That's why. That's exactly why, because when I was getting a lot of mixes in and doing a lot of recording and making beats for people, I wasn't taking the extra time for my music, and then I was wondering, why is my music not even, like, getting better? So that's the only reason I'm doing that now. So so are you saying that you sort of, like, scheduled your life a little more is that is that what you're saying like i opened it up no no i opened it up because when when it was getting really scheduled like out like today i have three mixes to do and then i have to do late night work on something else and then work on my next song coming out um after that one and it's like okay but if i didn't have those three mixes Mm -hmm. i could probably work on my song more right right and it's like i don't need the money from those three mixes but I'm realizing it now, so yeah. it's like, um, so I'm giving myself more time to mm-hmm. focus in on what I have fun with. So, yeah. so I think you're saying no more, saying no more, yeah. and not marketing myself like that more. Gotcha. It's like if someone wants to, you know, that's why I'm making a lot of. That's why I'm gonna keep making vocal mixing one videos for YouTube, because when people ask me, hey, how I do this, I can just send them to a video instead Hell of yeah. explaining it or doing, you know, one-on-one, you know, Skype you know, course or one-on-one, you know, just someone pay me to right. go over their project with them, trying to get out of that. So I have more open time to just solely focus on creation for myself and not look at it as like, I need this for money. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm opening up. So I have more freedom and yeah, it works. It, it's, um, I, what I've noticed about people who take on a lot is that they have a very rigid schedules and like, you listen to Gary Vee. And yeah, you listen of course. to Tim Ferriss too. Oh yeah, all. Tim Ferriss. So great. like four you hour know, work week, great. Exactly, yeah. So you know how like he, I I always liked that when I listened to his first listen to his podcast, I always liked how he asked like how you how your day begins, you know. Yeah. So like like for me, every day is so fucking different. Yeah. Like one day I'm in front of a board members mm-hmm. fucking presenting videos. <laughs> Another day I'm in front of fucking Jordan Baywood just talking about getting high and going to the gym. Yeah. Fuck it. You know, like, so it's like there's always these different roles. Um, Do you like that? 
I do because I get very bored yeah. easily. I, I get bored fucking learning songs, or I get bored just trying to write songs all fucking day. Like and some days you get ecstatic about it. Exactly, and, yeah. and it's like wherever I'm gonna put my energy is like it, it, I I I really right now I'm at the point where I have to really start. Uh, getting away from my impulse because my impulse is to indulge in what I'm doing. Yeah. And I will just say, us. fuck what I'm getting paid for. And I will just dive in deep. And like, that's why I'm in this predicament where I'm going to be up until three in the morning doing fucking edits because yeah. I fucking impulsively dove into my own thing. Um, do you, do you find that? It seems like you got a good balance. Uh, at least you got a good, like you have a good work ethic enough to put, money you know there's like do you i mean do you do you find yourself sometimes just like uh, uh well 100 percent because that's why um that's what i've been just focusing on exactly that's what you've that. been talking for about the last hour right? well yeah and the past week is like how do i get enough time where i can yeah. do whatever i want yeah but i know i'm still making this amount of money today right to be able to pay for you know the monthly bills and everything like that it's like i have to give my time oh know that I have this extra time and, you know, let's say 12 hours a day to focus in on whatever I want to focus in on that day. Yeah. Because if not, it goes crazy. Like, yeah. I shouldn't have to, oh, sh shoot, I have to work four hours on this project and then do eight mixes. Where's the time for myself? And then I'll just completely drop everything. Yeah. And it's oh. like, I just ruined everything. <laughs> I just ruined all these. I just, yeah. and then I become like a, uh, like a douche to people. Like, no, like, <laughs> fuck you it takes a week to mix this no it's like i'm not that mean like that but i'm just that's what's going in the back of my head it's like i don't want to mix your stuff but that's why i realized it's like okay i'm not going to turn this into a full-time career mixing for people mm. because i want to mix for who i want to mix for yeah when i want to so i like that approach better than trying to turn that into a job i see i see so you're you're more like i'm gonna you're going to kind of focus in on maybe working with people you want to more work with yeah. and instead of taking on like like a volume of work, you take on work that you're interested right. in. And I can do that because I work for other people mm -hmm. and I know a couple hours a day. And let's pretend I did go free uh, uh, freelancing. Like I just went that route where I just work for myself. Um, yeah, I would have to take every mix that comes to me, every production job, and then market only that I do that to get more clients. And I was like, I tried that, and I didn't like it. So I was like, nope, I'll just work for someone else for a while and just get money from them and then have all this open time so I don't got to do all the management and try to grow and mm -hmm. try to do all that stuff. So literally, that's all I've been talking about for the past like week because it is important to, I do, I agree. to have that open time do whatever you want I agree. but I'm a procrastinator too yeah well I mean fuck <laughs> it's like fuck them it's yeah. how I see it because because like I said I recognize when I'm able to access that part of my brain that allows me to really focus and f go into yeah. flow state so when I recognize it I'm like I'm not wasting my time on like struggling through this shit but then like you said you're the asshole. Yeah. And I've been the asshole. Yeah. I've been the asshole. Like, well, I guess it's going to be a couple more days. Yep. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really had to make a fucking video with me with a unicorn wig on my head. So <laughs> it's just how I went down. <laughs> Homie, I'm sorry. I love you. That's awesome. Uh, but That's fucking yeah, awesome. It, time management is a huge one. It, it's so, so fucking So do you huge. think every... 
I'm thinking that, you know, Tim Ferriss and all that stuff that and Joe Rogan, that, that morning routine probably is best for people like us, too. I, uh, what I've found is that when I, my wife and my son, they sleep until whenever the fuck they wake up, like 8 or 9 or 10, whenever they decide to wake up. Mm-hmm. My wife's a musician, so she has all hours. My son isn't in school yet, so he's just a fucking feral animal running around, <laughs> yeah. left to his own devices. Uh, but when I wake, I wake up early as fuck now. That's just what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm getting to that age where I'm going to be drinking coffee at 10 p.m. right before bed yeah. and like waking up at five in the morning because I'm getting to that age. I don't know. But what I've found is if I wake up, drink, make my coffee, fucking take my poops and smoke my bongs or whatever I got to do. Yep. I fucking get to work, and by 10 o'clock, I get so much fucking shit done, son. I get it done. Yeah. Um, It's just getting up early, and and that's, I don't think that's, you know, it's not for everybody. No. But I think that if you are waking up with intent, then whatever time of day you're waking up, if the first thing you're doing is focusing on you and your work and everything that you have to get done for that day, I, I... feel like it leaves the day open and so like when the days when that does work when i wake up get all my shit done real early and by the time my family wakes up because they're demanding they yeah. need attention of course fucking needy bitches yeah. needy um, motherfuckers uh so i fucking they demand attention and, and i give it to them kind of and, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's either that or they're sitting there staring at me on the computer judging mm-hmm. silently hating <laughs> me. so i have to Divert. So, so for me, I've had to make a schedule for myself, or else feel the wrath of a scorned woman. So, yeah. I'm married. That makes sense. That <laughs> for makes you, sense. I mean, it's a different thing. You got, you got time. You're young. You're, you're not beholden to children and wives yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. You can just go to St. Pete's and fucking just fuck off. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing about being young and like fucking up and and partying and doing all that shit. Is like. It's like that's what being young is about. It's about figuring it out. And, and, and I guess the faster you figure out, like, you know, you got to focus and have something. And, and you know, I, I, I guess the earlier you figure that out, the better. I mean, it took me until I was 30 to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're 22 <laughs> doing this now and, and making it is a huge thing. And that's what I was saying about Nightheart. I've had this huge thing against the youths. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I, just because of what I see on the media and shit, it's like I just felt like I couldn't talk to younger artists and relate to them, and that was such a fucking big line of bullshit. Yeah. Because like they don't, the world's not gonna stop producing smart, creative people. Yeah, there might make the world might make more stupid people. Right. But they're not going to stop making smart, fucking smart and creative people are always going to be born every fucking day of every, of you know, of every minute. So it was stupid. It was my own bias to think that, like, I couldn't relate. And, I, and, I, and, and I've had just a couple bad in, uh, incidences, and that's why I had yeah. this. But it was just a, this subjective thing. I mean, do you see, I mean, do you, when you look around to your like your age group to your uh, to your peers and stuff do you see like do you see like a um, possibility or do you see uh, do you, do you have a not negative but do you see like um, 
I don't know. Because I see what you're saying. I, 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 I know I'm not explaining it right. Um, do you see, like, a, a, a bright future for your generation yeah. as in, like, creativity, as in uh, intelligence and stuff? Or, or do you see a dismal one? Because for me, it was dismal, but I'm after talking to a few people like yourself and mm-hmm. Nightheart and a couple other kids, you know, it's given me hope, so I yeah. don't know. Like, what? Where? Where do you stand on it? I see. I, that's really cool because when I was getting into YouTube game, I realized like, man, these people would, you know, YouTube comments. There's a lot of stupid people. Lots of stupid. And people. I think all that why we see it so much is because we have social media. We have access to everybody, so it's just more like with a mindful glass on everybody. So we see a lot more. I think there's always been really stupid people. But I think what's holding, like we talked about, like what's holding a lot of people back is it makes people more scared and it makes people more insecure. So that comes out a little easier and then they try to hide it with, you know, saying they're going to do this and never do it. Um, People that never make change in their life. So I see it as, I think it's probably the same. It's just more people are, you know, insecure and scared and stuff because we've had a crutch. We had Mm. like... We've all had it re- pretty good. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Totally. And I mean, you. I mean, just thinking about it in like in a larger scope, like this is the safest time to be alive yeah. as a human being in the history. Which and what does that create? It creates entitlement. It creates. Uh, of course. It creates scared. It's, <laughs> it's interesting that this is like the the safest it's been for the large large population of the world, but yet there's still more slaves than ever. Yeah, I've been <laughs> like like, like real life slaves, slaves, like people being owned. Yeah. in the world right now. I mean, it's pretty much you look at a person that works literally eight to five every single day. Go well, they go to college, go in debt because, of it, and then they go to a job and then are unhappy. So they look forward to the weekends and then just get messed up on the weekends. And then we see all these, all these. I look at a lot of like you know my parents' friends or something. They're like just living for the weekends still, and I'm like. Man, I already see a lot of people my age doing the same thing. Like they're not happy with the yeah. the degree they're in. They're not. So why are they doing it? Yeah. Why do we get so forced into this? Like I would rather, you know, it's so cliche, but making, you know, you make more money, but you're unhappy doing what you, the work you do, forty hours a week. So yeah. it's like, is that I, that's not happiness? You yeah, you spend a majority of your life miserable. Yeah. So I don't get it. Why would you put yourself in that situation? We live once. You make good money. You make good money. It's for what? <laughs> Just to die at 50 from a heart f- f- for brain aneurysm or whatever the yeah. fuck it is. No, I'm totally with you there, man. And and there's just there seems to be a lot more unhappy people in this world. There is. And and I, I think like you're on to when you're saying that social media uh, has a lot to do with that. We compare ourselves to other people and even what is the stats it was some fucking crazy stats since the since like snapchat and twitter took off and facebook like from like 2013 to like what was it like 2000 it was some crazy number where the the amount of teenage girl suicides has doubled since in, in the amount of, of, of like three or four years yeah it went from like three million to six million and those numbers are totally wrong yeah but they are in the millions and, and so those numbers are informing us that there is something that's creating a sickness that's embedded within this yeah. way we communicate and and that's why instagram's taking away likes um and that, that's which is what, i think is interesting yeah i, I think it's gonna be great and i 
honestly, there's this. I just saw this stat like on this girl. She has like 25 million followers, and she's been getting millions of likes and stuff. And uh, as an Instagram model, and then she goes to sell something, and she couldn't even sell 36 pieces of bathing suits. Wow. So it's like, man, what really is important here? To build yeah. relationships or get your numbers up? So it's like, I would rather just build relationships with people I like and do what I like, and let's see where it goes from there. But comparing is a huge thing. I wish, like, it should, but I think it's natural in human, our human element is, like, totally. to compare ourselves. and. But it's like I, when I compare myself, I'm like, I try to, I try to like every time I do it, I'm like, all right, why am I comparing myself to them? Like I could be where they're at. That's right. it. That's it right there. It's you like, fucking said it right there. Yeah. Catching yourself. Catching yourself. Like Catch pinching. Yourself. Let's pinch ourselves yeah. every, time every time we compare. Time, yeah. And we won't compare no more. It's yeah, a subconscious it, thing. It's totally true. And just, I mean, like me, I, I, I tend to be negative. I tend to be pessimistic about shit. Mm-hmm. But ever since I just started. Because our brains are fucking kind of stupid. As in complex and, and crazy intelligent people can be, our brains can be kind of stupid because you could trick it into believing something. Yeah. And so, it's like, an illusion. You could just, it's like, for good or for bad. And for me, I just started just positive thoughts. And every time I'd start having a negative thought, I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Negative thought. I like that. Change it. Let's change it. How do we flip this into something positive? And I mean, I'm not saying I'm the most positive guy in the world. I'm not saying that I don't have bad days. Definitely. I'm not saying shit. I'm not saying that I don't. I fucking I'm not depressed a lot. But like, it's fucking. It's changed the way I talk about myself. It's changed the way I talk about other people. It's changed the way I see the world. It's changed the way that uh, it's changed my confidence level. Like it just just in the last four or five years of me really working on it because it's a lot of fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, it, to, to to change that po- that that mentality to catch yourself in these acts to catch yourself uh, going, making circles in the bad neighborhoods in your brain, you know, just yeah. keep circling around that bad thought that you had, like that fucking asshole, Andy. I can't believe you fucking did that to me, <laughs> piece of shit. And you're just sitting there and you're making yourself mad and you're just angry and you just keep thinking of how fucked up that was that Andy fucked your girl or whatever it is, you yep. know, like whatever that bad thought is that you keep coming back to that you're fixated on, it, it's draining you physically and yeah. mentally like it's just it's it's not it, it does nothing it, for you to sit there and and to compare and to hate and to like you know what i mean like because comparison only breeds hatred you know what i mean it, it breeds hatred because you're like why is that motherfucker got that and i didn't why is he playing south by southwest and i'm not playing south yeah by southwest? it's like we could probably spend more time just focusing on making our whatever yes. we want to make and that's i i realize that too because you know, um, I talk, I, I, you know, I'll be talking negative about like the stupidest things because mm-hmm. it just makes us feel uh, feel a little bit better. You just talk about stuff that stupid people do yeah. and like they're ridiculous. But I was like, yeah, that's what I'm. I got to get better at too. Like, no, but but here's but there's one thing about like joking with the boys, right? You know what I mean? Like or like and for me. I, I tend to lean on the silly side, so I will be. I will talk shit about myself, like on air. I'll be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I'm fat, at dummy, or whatever." No, it's hyperbole. It, you're joking with the boys. You're having a good time. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have fun. Yeah. 
but like when you're like you're serious intent when you're like seriously like sitting there and being like man why is he doing that and i don't do that like why is this you know like like when you're sitting there doing those comparisons or having those terrible thoughts it's like you know when it's like real like us complaining about what dumb people do it's like right. that's a very obvious thing that's we all it. know we that, all do that you know we all know that dumb people make do dumb <laughs> things yeah. and we're gonna sit there and make fun of them yep. that's just fun but to sit there and be like man <laughs> fuck will smith he was the worst genie ever yeah fucking he had nothing to do with, like robin williams was the shit yeah by the way, that's how I actually feel. <laughs> but, but his Instagram game is crazy. <laughs> but Will Smith, I love. Look, I love Will Smith. I love Will Smith to death. But I wasn't a fan of him as the genie. Okay, but I'm not. Fair gonna, enough. But and, and like all night last night after we're driving home, I'm sitting there just ripping on him to Raina. I'm just like, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm not gonna go write down my Instagram. I know I just said it on my podcast, but. I also said I love Will Smith. Yeah. And I and I actually like Aladdin and and <clears throat> and Robin Williams. There's no comparing to Robin Williams. Um because it's Robin Williams. But, but you're saying like those small things not like a problem. I don't think that's that big of a deal. It's right. it's not like being like I'm a piece of shit because I'm not playing South by Southwest. That's Right. A, that's, that's when we get tricky. You know what I mean? That's when it gets a little it's, bad. It's when you're really your intent, whatever your real intention is. If your intent is just to make fucking, you know, your boys laugh, then that's make your boys laugh and sometimes you can be mean. Whatever. I'm I fucking I think I think being mean sometimes is funny if you can yeah. do it the right way. If it's funny. Yeah. So, in any case, it, it's 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 a slippery slope. I, I know. It's I, a slippery slope, I, yeah. But, but I like that you, you, like, the fact that you said, you know, when you do something that probably, you know, could affect your day, mm -hmm. it's like you tell yourself, that, eh, let's focus on something else. Cause yes. It's it, that was the biggest breakthrough for me was focusing on something else it's it's called uh and it's also called being present yeah um it is taking yourself out of the past or the future uh -huh. and bringing yourself here and meditation was a huge part of that breathing exercises and um just like at first like cuz i quit drinking and all that was left was like this just fucking angry shell of a human being mm -hmm. <laughs> so i really had to learn how to get past these like bursts of anger and so i had to learn to take myself out of the past and you know in the future and you have to train your fucking brain to catch that because we're so used to, we get so used to just falling into these patterns of thought yeah that it just it doesn't even occur to us that we're sitting here comparing ourselves to a fuck face on on instagram you know yep. like it doesn't even occur that that's stealing energy we're stealing our own energy and giving it away or whatever we're you know like we're not even realizing that we're we're, we're killing ourselves yeah because that's poison it's poison those thoughts are poison it does nothing but it raises your cortisol levels and fucking your stress levels and it, it literally kills you it, it, it literally does. kills so, you. so the, with <laughs> drinking that's interesting because i would like to get away from that but oh, i feel like it's such a crutch when going out like that's having fun it takes that you know it takes that you know it takes thing that off edge off yeah. yeah it takes the edge off it you. takes the edge of fucking uh you know, not being a, um, for me, this is what it was for me. Like it took the edge off of me not being a whole person and knowing who I really was. And so, 
Um, I knew that I was uncomfortable in public places, which yep. sucks for musicians because that's all we that's, do yeah. is we're in the public and then you have to like talk to them after yeah. you're done playing. So, <laughs> so like you, you, this is, this is a fucked up industry for, for, for artists because you really have to, like you are out there if that's the type of artist you are, if you're right. a performing artist. And which you want to be an art, a performer. Yeah, performer. Right? You perform yeah. a lot? Do you? Um, no, I have a couple times. Like I just got for DJ and stuff. Um, I got invited to Electric Forest after oh, party, but tight. I'm not going because I'm gonna be in Florida. <laughs> so, but the fact that I got that just gave me like even more. But my my thing is like. I gotta practice DJing more. I gotta like stick with it. But mm. I just love making music so much. It's like it takes. But at the end of the day, I mean, I could be forming artists and just make sets and then just fiddle around on stage. It's, like it's a, another form of income if you want to look at it like that. But oh. yeah, my thing is I want to be on festival stages and oh, all yeah. that. Like that's like that's my goal. Like festivals and shit. Um, because I know my biggest goal is to help young artists um, be better artists. So my thing is like. I can't do that now. I can do that with YouTube and stuff, but I need to be a performing artist in order to do that because who's going to want to learn from the guy teaching you how to be up there when he's never been up there? Mm. So it's like, okay, I got to do that step first. Yeah. I can't go, you know, try to help young artists and then get on stage. Mm. No, I got to help young artists. You got to know what you're talking about. Exactly. So <laughs> that helps. I want to do that. But yeah, my goal isn't to be up on stage DJing when I'm 80 years old. I just want to be freaking <laughs> helping young artists. And I feel yeah. Uh, I kind of wanted to circle back to the drinking part because like, yeah, definitely. Uh, this is something that a lot of people, a lot of introverts too. Wait, do you consider yourself an introvert? No, I would Use both. More. I would both because you can go either way. Yeah, I think like in high school, very like follower, but I always want to do stuff. Like now, I always want to be around people. Mm. But when I'm working on stuff, like I can be alone for weeks at times. Yeah. But so it's like a happy medium. Like sometimes I'm feeling really introverted, but I'm a pretty extroverted person. Like mm. I, I like being around people and I like being. Well, for me, I was mostly introverted and, and kind of the same way because I, 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 you know, I like I always had a sense of humor, so I always was able to make friends. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't like the weird, fat, quiet guy at high school. I was like fucking. I could go from circle to circle and be same. welcome. Yeah. You know? um, <clears throat> but. But with the drinking, like, just for me, it was an it was a mask, and that I, I felt that I needed in order to have a good time and have do these things. And I know these are all cliche bullshit. Things, I mean, but, but it's true. But like, That's I, cool I feel thing like about them. I feel like if you are concerned about your drinking, and I'm not trying to be your sponsor or send yeah, you to AA or anything, because I'm not into that. But <laughs> but um, I would say get. I know this is a lot. I would say give it a year of like if you really wanted to like see what it was like, give it a year because after a year of abstinence from alcohol, my brain functionality, like the way that my brain works now mm -hmm. is just so fucking awesome compared okay. to what it was when it was constantly being drowned out by fucking a, a solvent. Yeah. <laughs> Something that's literally eating away your the the interior lining of your body so um yeah i mean if you if you wanted to do that you know what i mean like it but but it, it, in all seriousness it comes to a point if you're coming to the point where it's like i can't go out without having a few drinks first or without having drinks at all 
I would start questioning where you're at yeah. in your in your intake and maybe your addiction level. Yeah. Well, yeah, I because I never really saw it as a problem because I never I know like whenever I have a problem in life, I'll never drink. Like I won't drink. Mm-hmm. I always try to solve the problem whether it's whether it's family or anything. Um, but me and Jake like cuz I'm in BG with him every, like all every day. And we drink like three or so times a week, but we don't get drunk. Well, like most nights, it'll be after we get done work and we'll have a few beers. Mm. Um, but the my big problem is if if I'm ever around people and like I feel like we don't have to get nothing done or something, I'll just fucking drink a lot. <laughs> and I don't like that. Like I I think get, I could be working more. Do you get That's my do you get awesome or <laughs> like yeah. do you get do you get crazy or do you, yeah I mean do you black out? The, the other night we just fucking blacked out I'm like <laughs> maybe it was uh, no it was Saturday and I just woke up and I couldn't do anything for the whole day and yeah it's like done that's when I'm like fuck dude like even when I've been talking about it like I don't I say I don't get like that and I just got like that it's like mm-hmm. maybe I have a problem with that like with being out and I just don't stop and it's like I mean, again, you're young. These are the years you you fuck up, but these are also the years that you kind of like have to figure it out. Right. I was thirty. Mm-hmm. That's kind of late, I think, <laughs> but at least it happened. Yeah. Um. It, it's it's shitty to be thirty, and have to like start growing up at that age. Okay. So, I'm not trying to tell you what you do. All I suggest is just monitor because yeah. have fun, man. Yeah. You're 22. Yeah. Nobody can handle this. Yeah. <laughs> Blacking out, that's dangerous, but you know <laughs> It's <whatever>. dangerous. <laughs> but like... I, 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 I think if, if you can handle it and you're having a good time and you're not out there fucking being a complete piece of shit, I mean, then it's fun. Have a good yeah, time. It's I'm just the... it, For me, I couldn't continue my path because – and that and that's why. I, just, I was drowning out what I should have been working on in my 20s. Yeah. Like, what you should be working on in your 20s is becoming a, a, a good person, like a whole person. Yeah, like someone who yourself. is self-realized and someone who has compassion and yeah. empathy and, and, and cares about what they do and has passion about what what they put their energy into. You know, and, and instead, I through my 20s, I was fucking drinking, burning bridges, and fucking getting in fights and fuck you know just getting arrested and, yeah. and calling myself a musician but really i was just the drunk guy fucking up the other musician's set so yeah. like yeah, yeah. i wasn't I, I i thought i was a musician but i wasn't i was just an alcoholic yeah that so, makes sense but so you also you just, said med- meditation i like oh do you meditate every day i try to yes like um on the way over here like before podcasts before performances i'll meditate mm-hmm I have high anxiety anyways. I'm just anxious person. Yeah. But uh, so that helps that. Especially meeting new people yeah. and like having to have a full on conversation with yeah, them. Yeah, definitely. You know, you have to kind of go in relaxed. You can't come in like, hey, what's up? <laughs> um, yeah, where can I set up? Um, oh, sorry. You know, like if I would have came in here putting off this weird pensive vibe, you would have been like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And like. You know, we're, how serious am I gonna take this? Mm-hmm. But if we come, if I can't, I, but if I come into a situation where I'm relaxed, yep. like we're naturally talking, Chill. like we just eased into this, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, like that's that's my goal is to ease my way around things, whereas I tend to be very rigid and like like my energy is very high strung and I drink a lot of coffee, which yep. doesn't help. 
but uh, <laughs> so but yeah, meditation is one was one of the key things, and one of the, the one of the meditations that I found, and when I'm talking about positivity and, and and loving yourself, like that's such a huge big thing about it is like loving yourself and not thinking you're a big piece of shit. Um, which I thought I was for a long, long time. I thought I was a big piece of shit. Yeah. And you know, I it's I'm just now getting to this point where I I like myself. Yeah. It's like I don't I'm not in love with myself, but I like it. I think I'm okay. But it, uh, I started doing this meditation, which helped me a lot. Where um, you count in for four, so it's like uh, you breathe in one, two, three, four, and then you breathe out for eight. Hmm, okay. Okay. And then, but like instead of counting i would say and i know this is gonna sound cheesy but mm-hmm. uh you it's sort of like you use the syllables as your numbering system so mm-hmm. it's i love myself that's in that's your breath in and then on the way out so i can love other people nice eight count so that's the one that i did for myself just because of how low self-esteem I had. Yeah. I have and had. Meditation was huge. Presence is huge. Just being in the moment and not letting yourself sort of drift off into the fucked up thoughts in your brain. Right. It's a, it's a lot of work, but I think everyone should try it once in their I life. I want to try that. I think that would be honestly great. Um, and it, just, and yeah. it, it doesn't have to be anything. And, like, the, the thing about people get confused is they think that they have their brain has to be resting like there's no thought it has to be there has to be no thoughts going on in your brain well that's fucking impossible but the the idea of meditation is is you're doing your breathing you're counting or whatever it is is you're trying to bring yourself to now so that's why people will count or or like for me i'll focus on those words i love myself so Mm -hmm. you're focusing on something and not letting your mind wander too much but it's okay if random thoughts pop up you just sort of you you acknowledge them and let them pass on and then you get back to your counting because it's so hard to just stay focused on nothing yeah (laughs) you know what i mean so like things are gonna come at you and especially right at the beginning of all of it if you have an active mind it's gonna fucking it's hard but Mm -hmm. um just take some work and you just devote maybe five minutes when you're first starting and then like you said that's start awesome. slow nothing too crazy don't burn yourself out yeah and uh, that's my problem I'll be like alright I gotta meditate five times a day <laughs> for the next seven days and then I'll just never do it and be like, like well this is fucking boring as shit yeah. let's move on to the next thing not helping me yeah not helping me <laughs> worked out seven days a week still look the same nope not working out yep. it's not for me quit <laughs> nah I'm with it man I, I'm, I'm the same way with shit and actually I was gonna uh, talk to you and, and I know we're 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 getting on the end here. So I was going to ask you about like, uh, how are you at finishing beats that you start or finishing? I know you said that you sometimes you're, you're working on finishing project, but like, um, with the amount of beats and stuff that I do see that you, that you do have out and the amount of content beat wise that you are putting out there, how much are you starting and, and, maybe not coming back to or i mean is there a balance or or do you start and you have to finish this fucking thing it's out. yeah like that i'll be fine it had to, it had to get finished that day like i finished it like i was like i see the end i hear the end goal i gotta finish it 
Um, with some, like, you know, I have from a year ago, like, they're not finished, but I know I'm going to finish it when the time's right. Mm. So what I do with those, I found a better way to finish stuff and get, like, because I do believe timing is a thing. Like, maybe if I was, you know, by the water with the song, it would be, f- I could finish it and it um, it would be better because it's more of, like, a summery, sandy type beat. I don't know. Mm. Um, but, so, I, most of the time, it doesn't get finished but I'll come I'll always come back to it if I know it's good. Like mm-hmm. that's why I think I bounce out a lot of stuff and then upload it to SoundCloud privately mm-hmm. and I'll send it to some people. And then when I'm in my car I'll just randomly listen and be like, "Okay, that's yeah. a, that's the vibe I'm looking for for this month, so I'm going to finish that." Um finishing when you wait a couple months for me is a, is always harder. Mm-hmm. But uh with some like my best songs have came in the same day. Like it just got finished and all the ones I release are always the ones that always just get finished in that day because mm. it's like that. And that's why I find is the best, but it's so hard to like force yourself to do that. <laughs> so I let that, that's why I'm trying to make this process is like just f- freedom is possible where it's like I don't have to finish that song. Mm. I'll do it when I feel like it. But whenever I tell myself I'm going to finish a song, I do it. Mm. So it's not all the time I wish I could do more. And this is why people can't release a song a day. You know mm. what I mean? But with hip-hop, like I said, it's a little easier. So it's a little easier to structure. Um, not as many things going on. So it's easy to finish that in a, a sitting. Um, and, yeah, but with EDM, I, I can't force it. If it feels forced to me, I will never finish it. Yeah. Um, but with mixing, I can always come back to the mix. And some things I am, like... I have this song I, I'm definitely releasing within the next, you know, two months I'm going to release it. But I just knew at that time the production was way better than my mixing. So I was like, this has to wait. Mm. Like, this has to wait because wow. it's so good. Um, so, yeah, I want to do that soon because I'm pretty confident in that one. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely interesting. It, that, 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 that idea you just said is interesting is that you know that the production is so huge and so much is going to go into it that your mixing skills aren't to where aren't. the production of that song is. Right. That is an interesting, <laughs> interesting dichotomy of, of the human mind, like where we could just be like proficient at one part of the production side of a song, but like be like, fuck, now how do you... Do like yeah. so? Do you have an idea how you're gonna approach it once you start doing, it, or Mo- have you not even wasted on, your thoughts? On yeah, on like that one you just heard. That the final mix mm-hmm. master was done by Alex Rome, not even me, because mm-hmm. I knew my production was wow. way better. So it's still happening today. Mm-hmm. Um, but at others, I know my production for my like EDM is good. I would just rather focus in on production than mm-hmm. rather produce, mix, master everything. Like I don't feel like I have to do that. Um, for every song so I always have people I can send it to which is awesome yeah as long as it's a good production but I think it does come down to the production like with I can't just come back to a song and finish half the song um, you know the next month on one of my originals because it just doesn't feel right but the mixing I can always send it to someone I can always do it myself but maybe this like this month I don't really want to final mix and master every single one of my songs so I'm just going to send it off and when people like when I have Alex Rome, like he mixes my stuff, he'll do it like on Skype. He'll just do it live with me, and I'll oh, watch. Sweet. <laughs> so that's been a huge Damn, bonus. That's really that's a really cool idea. Yeah. So it's like okay, I learned a few more things that I can do. So when I do send it off to him in the future, it's not as much work, so it won't take as much time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 
um, I'll be quicker with that stuff and he will as well. So it's like, I think that's really important. Like always getting that extra ear, not feeling like it's, it, it all has to do with yourself. Like, may maybe this, you know, it needs another drop. Oh, why don't I just collab with another producer, send it to him. Let's mm -hmm. see what we got. Yeah. And that's, that's stopped me in the past a while too. Like thinking I have to do it myself. Like, mm -hmm. Nah. <laughs> nah, collaboration man. is key. Like, imagine doing a podcast by yourself. <laughs> I tried it. They, it, they. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I can't even listen to that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, um, it's <laughs> just me talking about me, and like yeah. that's not that interesting at all. So, yeah, yeah no, I get it. Uh, to me, like I, I do like collaboration, but I, I just the way I work, and it sucks because. I mean, I can, I, I collaborate with lots and lots of people. I yeah. still do constantly, but it's like when I, when I go in for my own thing, man, like it, I have a very particular way of doing it. And like, it, I just find that people get in my way. Yeah. And, um, but if I do need, so like for me, the way I approach something like that, if I was going to be working on a song, I would do everything that I can do. And then, like, if I need, like, a saxophone solo or if I need something, right. like, I'm, like, that person's coming in and doing that. Yeah. Thing. That's where it is for me. Uh, or, like, drums. Because I'm not a great drummer at all. But, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but uh, you know. It's so. going to be crazy moving to Florida. I got an amazing drummer to whenever I need live drums right Boom. in the same house. How, how are you? How is your drum micing and mixing? And stuff? Um... Well, <laughs> we'll find out. Well, we're gonna, I'm going to learn. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's great. We're going to have to get more mics, that's for sure. Yeah, because yeah, you don't usually use one mic. But My friend, he uh, what, he's going for a specific recording style. He's doing like, uh, do you know who like uh, Sharon Joe and the Dap Tones or mm -mm. Dap Kings? Um, you know Amy Winehouse's? Yeah. Okay, so like Amy Winehouse's Back to Black. That was recorded by the Dap Kings. The band, the backing okay. band, was recorded by the Dap Kings. Who has I want to sample that, actually. That's one thing on my list to sample, one of her songs. Yeah, Amy's amazing. My God. Um, but it's, So it's like throwback recording style. So they record onto tape. Yeah. They use old mics, old yeah. old uh, pre preamps, all that shit. And my friend, he's kind of in the same vein. He's actually out of this record label that's in Cincinnati. Nice. Called Jesus, come on, Coal Mine Records. Mm. If you're into like old style kind of funk, check out Coal Mine Records. They have like a ton of awesome bands, including my friend's band, who I always shout out, Surefire Soul Ensemble. Amazing, Tim Felton. Um, he used he used one overhead and one on the kick, and that was it. That was and it? it sounds fucking incredible. Like wow, okay. uh, my wife's album, our, our our album was recorded at his studio. Same yeah, setup, what, yeah. just boom, boom, that's it. Incredible. Just fucking sounds perfect. But I, I, I kind of feel like that's sort of, um, I think that's like knowing his space. You know, yeah. like he, that's his studio. He knows his mics. He knows his space. It was his drum set. So like going into a situation like that, that's interesting. Are you, is that something that you are excited to learn about? Or is that something you're like kind of yeah, like, Yeah, I'm eh. definitely trying to learn about it because I – I love adding live elements any way I can mm -hmm. to the electronic field because I do believe there's that human touch is so important. The the imperfections are really like important, but also like with this drum things like uh, at the end of the day, a really good drummer is always going to make a better rhythm. Most of the time, it's going to be a lot easier for them to make a rhythm against your song. So I what I want to do is like I know I'm not going to be able to learn drum miking and drum live drum mixing. 
to start. But what I can do is bring my songs to him and be like, take off the drums and be like, I need a better rhythm. Hell yeah. So he takes that rhythm. Oh, okay. I just find samples or sample each, uh, the kick remnant, take that sample thing and then re redo it. Mm -hmm. And I'll always have a better rhythm. So I'm really excited about that yeah, because that's hard to do. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, I still suck at it. I suck yeah. so bad at fucking the drums, dude. Like, just, I mean, and I'm talking about, like, programming drums and shit. Yeah. Like that. I'm not great. Um, All the best do that, too. Like, Kanye will always, I mean, he samples so many live drums and then redoes it with more, like, um, you know, just packs or mm -hmm. samples and stuff. And I think that's a really cool idea, so... I definitely want to do that. Now, that's the one thing you can do with drums that it's a little, I do it with like, if I get inspired by chord progression, you know, I know how to figure it out. Cause all you take is the bass note. It's a minor or major. Mm -hmm. And then you figure out the rest. What right. key is it in? And you know what notes to use. Uh, but what gets hard is like the set when they use the higher range, it's a little harder to figure out. But with drums, it's like, it's the rhythm it's going at. So if I take an EDM song and he does this super dope drum pattern over it, it's gonna be like, yeah, be like, it's okay. gonna be awesome. I think <laughs> it's gonna cool. be crazy. I like that. That's a really, uh, that's actually a good tip. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's, it's gonna take my shit to the next level. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> For real. Man. That is awesome. Uh, uh, so Jordan, I, is there yeah, like what? Where can people find you? And uh, what? You said you've performed before. Yeah. Are you planning on like booking any actual shows? Or no, anything? I'm just literally. Just... I was. I was like a couple months ago. I like I had a I had a rave here. Um, at, at his house. Mm -hmm. in, this... in this in this place. Yeah, we have the like we had four of those speakers. I set up everything <laughs> back here, um, and when I get into that, I'm in full just trying to do shows and shows and shows. And I realize I just got to be focusing on build my platform first and then I can do that so, so in a couple months I will be but I want to get my foundation laid down first because like it's like I'm basically restarting that's how in my mind like I'm restarting I'm focusing on my music and that so I will be once I feel like my image is where I want it to be at but yeah so right and on, on Instagram at Baywood Vivo at Baywood Vivo on everything really what's the Vivo I don't know it's just oh yeah because I was going to be at Baywood, couldn't do that, um, mm. and there's a band. They haven't put out music in three years, but they have it, <laughs> and they have millions of plays on Spotify, so I wasn't going to go just by Baywood on anything. I still might, though, change, because mm. I think the shorter the name, the better it is, maybe. Mm. But I did a poll. People like the Jordan Baywood, because it adds that human touch, I guess. Um, and the Vivo, I was trying to go Baywood Media, because that's the company I own, but someone that hasn't posted in five years that posts the most ridiculous pictures. I try to look them up on every platform, couldn't find them. He was under Baywood Media, so I was like, Vivo seems official, which, mm -hmm. yeah, it is, but. Well, I mean, it just reminds me of the, the, the video platform. Yeah, exactly, yeah. that's all it is, and mm -hmm. it's like, eh, it's easy. Um, I was like, screw it, might change it, might not, but I have it on, you know every YouTube video, so I probably won't change the mm -hmm. at. But well, yeah, it's and being consistent across all platforms, I've found yeah. has been pretty crucial. Definitely, it's like you don't want to be 
Baywood fucking media over here, and then mm-hmm. Baywood Va- Vivo on YouTube. My snap is at Baywood Media, and it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a a follow? A, I don't even know how Snap works. Does that have following? Do you have followers? So my yeah, no, is that I, how I, that works? mine's not really that big. My sisters are. They're um. She's a model, right? Yeah, they're models, and then their snaps get like two thousand views. Oh, nice! So that's dope. Whenever they post me, I get like dozens of people. So I just <laughs> oh, keep yeah. telling them to do that. <laughs> but I don't get as excited about Snap anymore. But the interesting thing is, okay, if Snap, you know, when you look at someone's thing, it doesn't say how many people are liked it or viewed it, right? Mm-hmm. So on Instagram, when they take that away, it's not going to be really that big of a deal yeah. over time. People are going to get really crazy. But, you know, it's like, why are people still viewing snaps? Maybe it's not as big as anymore because Instagram took that away. But when you go through stories, you're not, you don't see how many people s- seen it. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think that's going to be interesting. But I don't really care about Snap, to be honest. I just care about Instagram and YouTube. Yeah. That's kind of where my head's at right yeah. now. And, like, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, like, my Facebook, not for the podcast, but just my personal Facebook Gives the most traction out of ever, really? all of them. That's and, crazy. And, but but my, my Instagram is relatively small. It's fucking, I, I think I'm like 740-something mm-hmm. or something. So it's relatively small. I just started building this shit. Yeah. My Facebook I've had for years. So yeah. it's like, nah, I don't fucking know. So Baywood, Vivo, wait, Baywood, under, what, what was no, it? No, just Baywood, Vivo. Baywood, if Vivo. If they type in Baywood, it all, I'll always come up first. Because like I said, none of these other People that have it have ever posted in the past years. So and and do you uh, do you do the whole like Google searchability stuff? Do you like yeah. put your put your stuff in there like submit it? I, my my wife is way more educated in this shit. Mm-hmm. She's the one who's like she's the one who helped me build my website. Okay, helped me build everything. So yeah, um, I have a website, um, BaywoodMedia.com. But what I realized, you know, SEO with YouTube, anytime you type in Baywood, one of my videos will pop up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, that's good. That's, yeah, that's that really good. good. Or my music will. Um, so I, with Google and stuff, I don't really care about my website right now mm-hmm. because I'm just trying to get people to go on my Spotify, my yeah. app, SoundCloud, YouTube, or whatever. Um, so I kind of like lean back on my website because i was going to make it a vocal mixing website like you submit your stems in there but it's like you know i just want to focus myself right now so i'm going to hold off on there i might just make it about like my music and stuff and people i collaborated with um i might as well since i put like 500 to a thousand dollars into it right oh, i might as well use it what uh what you do you use squarespace or what? wordpress oh wordpress, WordPress. yeah um yeah and i, I mean i paid 300 dollars to get a design i don't I don't like the design. I don't even know if I like Baywood Media. I just maybe jordanbaywood.com. Um, but that's been my problem. I always go the, have all these different <laughs> things, and you know well, I was going to use it with my well, YouTube, do you're courses. Figuring, you're <laughs> figuring it out now. Yeah, exactly. And so like the, the the main thing is when you get frustrated with all this shit, to be like, fuck, man, we're gonna get this. Yeah, <laughs> you got time. Yeah. And and I like what you were saying earlier when I was like, I came to it late, and you're like, did you come to it late? Come yeah, to it, like your career late, or right. a lot of people haven't started and never will. Yeah, exactly. So it's 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 just it's all relative in perspective. Yeah. It George, is. thank you so much, man. I really do appreciate you taking out the time, and uh, you know, good luck in St. Petersburg. I hope you figure some shit out there. Yeah. I hope that I hope your beats go to the next level and. Oh, they will. And uh, yeah. I believe you, man. Like, <laughs> that beat is fucking dope, man. Like, Thank that you. song was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, I love that 
soundscape types. Of, are you into Bonobo at all, or ever heard of Bonobo? Oh, uh, Bonobo. Or okay, <laughs> however you. Want I to I was I would say that too. I don't, Bonobo just sounds. <laughs> Bonobo. Bonobo inspired a lot of my. I'll have to show you some stuff after this. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's great, but he's more he's a housey too, slower BPM. Housey, well, especially his latest stuff is more of that housey stuff because he was like more of the down tempo darling. I like down tempo the most. That's my style. All the down tempos. Ooh, yeah, Bonobo inspired a lot of my new music. <clears throat> Gonna be coming out. He's amazing. He's very amazing. His visuals are always amazing. Um, his textures. Whew. Yeah, the textures. The textures. And, and that's what. Uh, that's kind of that's what i noticed in your song was oh, like the you. textures were beautiful like yeah. it, i felt like fucking like it, it, it like it felt encompassing like um i don't know the best way i can say it is like you're hearing in 3d like oh, that's, that's how best i compliment i've ever like, heard uh that's kind of like it's like when i when i hear a mix and when i hear like a final song and like especially on good speakers yeah if it doesn't like move me to another plane of existence, yep. then, like I'm just not interested. Try, <laughs> Which yeah. sounds woo woo and crazy no. as I say it. It sounds crazy, but Same. it has to take me somewhere. And yep, that's and, why I like EDM so much. To be honest, mm -hmm. it all, if, the, oh. some man, some songs it, that's it's so I could inspiring. See how I could see how EDM being such a broad, uh, broad spectrum of music, how they're there's probably a, it's just to me Next. as soon as I hear EDM, all I hear is the boom, 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 and I'm just like, yeah. Uh, and some of that's cool. I'm not. Yeah. I don't want to be the old guy who's like. Mm, I don't. Sorry. I don't like that stuff either. And, you know, some of it's cool. I, I just don't. It's, I'm not it's, listening to it daily. I just can't. It's like if it's good, it's good to me. Yeah. That's just how it has to be. I just can't be like EDM is great. I'm telling you, you'll really like Odessa. Like, I think you should well, one day. Follow them right now. Yep. Oh. Listen to their album start to finish, and you'll be like, where has this been my whole life? <laughs> where has this been? This will take you to whole different worlds. Okay. All right, Jordan. Thank you very much, man. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jordan, for taking time and inviting me into the Baywood Manor, uh, where all the magic happens. Uh, I, he has the entire garage, which is awesome. Which, which that that's awesome for for a young guy to have an entire garage as his little playland with all of his equipment. That's awesome. So thank you for inviting me in again, uh, Baywood Vivo is uh on most platforms you can find him instagram snap um youtube check him out on youtube um he i know uh, in the in i know he goes by baywood media sometimes but he's changing it over if you listen to the entire conversation you know what's going on <laughs> so go out there i'm gonna put some links in the show notes so go ahead and click on that you can also go over to wespeakenglishgood.net Check out the real, the newly redesigned website. I'm sorry, it's just I say this so much now that it's it's starting to become kind of a hindrance to my life. So maybe I'll skip it. Nah, fuck that. Go to WeSpeakEnglishGood.net and check out the newly redesigned uh, website. That you're gonna find all kinds of weird shit over there. Uh, go check out RainaMystique.com. R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com. Check out the new 
album 1018 go click on the experience button you'll find all kinds of dates where i'll be playing with reyna and some she'll be doing solo shows some i'll be accompanying her accompanying 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 we speak english good okay moving on <laughs> write the show at we speak english good at gmail.com let us know how you're feeling what you thought of the show if you're an aspiring uh, artist and you're looking for uh, um, a podcast to promote your new project or something hit me up or if you just want to say hi that's cool too uh, you can also let's see follow me on instagram at we speak english good and on facebook at we speak english good you can follow my private page too which is not that private mikey p and then you can go and i don't know that's it I, i'm done i'm done uh, i ate an edible and it's kicking in i know i said that a lot but it's kicking in so it's getting harder to talk the problem is i got a bunch of them so it's like i got all this fucking uh, how am i what am i gonna do with all this i have to conduct myself I have to like talk to people. I had to go to a board meeting today and and mutter my way through that after just days and days of, of, of flagrant abuse of medical marijuana. So um, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Um, well, I, I don't think it was abuse. I it, marijuana is one of those medicines that you take as needed. So um, that's what I was doing. I was taking it as I needed. So I could melt into my couch while watching Aladdin. Okay, so <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Uh, Maddie LaBarber of the Redwoods Music. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, of Surefire Soul Ensemble. Uh, well, I, said, I don't think he's in that anymore. But he plays with Jake Nager, and who plays with Surefire Soul Ensemble. Runs with all those guys from San Diego that's been on the show. So, you know, go check that out. That'll be next week. Okay, guys, rambling. You guys have a great weekend. Uh, happy Memorial Day for those who I didn't get to say hi to. And uh, um, take care of your fellow human beings. H.J.'s for everybody. Bye.